everyone, I'm Tony Shackle, pastor of Farm Hill Church. Our mission is knowing Jesus and making Jesus known. We're so glad that you've tuned into this sermon podcast today. We believe that the message that you're about to hear is going to bless your soul. Be sure to check out the many other sermon and worship service podcasts we have available for you. You can also find additional resources and information about our church by visiting our website at farmhillchurch.faithlifesites.com or look us up on Facebook. Or better yet, make plans to join us during one of our upcoming live services. We meet for worship every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and for Bible study every Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. Now let's get right into today's message. Psalm 34, verse number 3. And the Bible says, O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt His name together. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt His name together. This morning the subject might be something along the lines of magnify. Amen today. Magnify. We're going to talk about magnifying the Lord. And so what does it mean to magnify the Lord? Well, think about it in, in, in these terms. Uh, everybody would probably understand and know uh, what I'm talking about this morning. Uh, you've either got a microscope or a telescope. Anybody, everybody know what I'm talking about this morning? I mean, a microscope you use to magnify something that is really, really, really small and make it look bigger than it really is so that you can see it, right? Amen. A telescope, on the other hand, is you are looking out through something and you're looking at something that is really, really, really big and you're trying to make it and magnify it and make it look as big as it really is where you can see it. Well, this morning, amen, we're not going to be microscopes, amen, when it comes to magnifying the Lord because we're not trying to make the Lord, uh, amen, look bigger than He really is. I mean, this morning we're going to be telescopes uh, and we're going to try our best this morning to magnify the Lord, uh, amen, to let Him be as big uh, as He really is, amen, in our lives, amen, today. Amen, magnify the Lord with me, amen, and let us exalt His name together. Amen, this morning I want to focus, amen, on praise. I think it's, I think it's uh, appropriate this morning, the songs that were sung, I think it's appropriate the way that the service has gone uh, thus far this morning because I believe that uh, I mean, God is leading us and, and guiding us and directing us this morning Amen. to magnify His name together, Amen. to lift up His name, Amen. to give Him the glory and honor Amen. that is due Him this morning. I believe God's been kind of dealing with me in my heart. Amen. On the culture of this house. I mean, the culture of this church, the culture of this building, because I'll just be honest with you. Amen. We can have, amen, the greatest uh, mission statement, amen, that has ever been written. We can have the best vision statements, amen, that anybody could ever pin. Amen. We can have the best ministry strategies, amen, that, uh, amen, all the things that nobody else has ever thought of before, amen. But I'm here to tell you, amen, this morning what it's all going to boil down to uh, and what it should all boil down to today, amen, is if, uh, what I said Wednesday night, uh, are we pleasing the King? Amen. <laughs> All the mission statements and the vision statements and the ministry strategies and all those things are fine and good. Amen. There is nothing wrong with them. Amen. But what it really is going to come down to in our hearts and lives uh, in the culture of this house, uh, amen, and what I believe God wants it to be this morning uh, is a house, uh, amen, that is willing to please Jesus. uh, Amen. That it's all about the King. uh, That we're worshiping Him and serving Him with everything that we have. And so when we do something, amen, it is with, uh, amen, the mindset, uh, amen, that we're going to do it to honor the king this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. I think it's boiling down all of this. I mean, and I believe that, uh, amen, as, as we think about even the, uh, the apostles, amen, the, the early church, amen, that we read about in the book of Acts, uh, it, it comes down to they, they said in one place that they had to go before the religious leaders and they had to answer for, the, for preaching uh, the name of Jesus and doing all these things. And, 
And uh, they made this statement, I'm kind of paraphrasing this morning, Amen. but they made this statement as, should we obey God or man? Is it better that we listen to the voice of God and do what He says? Or should we listen to man and, and, and listen to what you guys are saying and saying don't preach and don't teach in the name of Jesus anymore? Well, how many know what the answer to that question was? They said, we're just going to keep preaching Jesus. We don't care what you do to us. We don't care what happens. We're going to keep teaching and preaching the name of Jesus. If you want to throw us back in prison, throw us back in prison. If you want to beat us, uh, amen, go ahead and beat us. It didn't matter, uh, amen, what happened to them. Amen, they were just willing to say, all I want to do uh, is something that pleases the king and honors the king this morning. I'll just be honest with you, amen, today. I'll just be blunt with you, amen, as I can be. Amen, if Jesus is happy, I could care less about what anybody else thinks. Amen. If I'm making Jesus happy, amen, I could care less what this world thinks or what anybody else thinks about me. Amen. Amen. I could care less what they think about our church. I could care less of what they say about, amen, what we're doing or not doing. Amen. I'm just here this morning, uh, amen, to honor the King of Kings uh, and the Lord of Lords uh, and to glorify Him and magnify Him, amen, today. And I believe God is wanting to lead us, amen, this morning Amen, to a higher place of praise in the house of God today. Amen, we're going to magnify the Lord. We're going to exalt His name together. We're going to worship Him in the beauty of holiness. Amen, we're going to bring the sacrifice of praise unto the Lord. I said it Wednesday night. I'm going to say a lot of things I probably said Wednesday night. <laughs> Amen, But because uh, I almost preached this message Wednesday night. The old timers used to say when the praise goes, goes up, the glory comes down. Or when the praises go up, the power comes down. Amen. Whatever you want to, amen, say it, amen. But, uh, amen, I believe there's a lot of truth in that today because I believe that, uh, amen, God, amen, is wanting to do some things in our midst. God is wanting to do, amen, even greater things than what He has already done. We've already seen God move uh, and bless and touch, amen, in, in so many ways. I mean, I look out, amen, over the congregation, amen, right now, and it might just be a few of us this morning, uh, amen, but I see the evidence of God's goodness, uh, amen, all over over this house. Uh, amen. I see lives that have been changed. Uh, I see people, amen, that have been transformed. Uh, amen. I see lives, amen, that are not the same uh, as they were, amen, just a short while ago. Uh, amen. We see God moving and doing some things, uh, amen, in our midst. Uh, and it's going to be up to us, church, uh, amen, to magnify the name of the Lord, uh, amen, to lift up His name, uh, to glorify Him. Amen. So we said, the Bible says, amen, he is enthroned in the praises of his people. He inhabits, literally, he sits upon the praises of his people. And I said it Wednesday night, and I'm going to say it again this morning. Uh, amen. If God had to depend uh, on you and I, amen, for lifting him up in his throne this morning, would, would God have anything to sit on? Come on. Would he have anything to... This morning, I believe God's been dealing with my heart, and I believe God's going to begin to deal with this church. Uh, amen. We are going to be a church that will magnify and lift up the name of the Lord. Uh, amen. There will not be, uh, amen, uh, a missing place, uh, amen, for God to be enthroned uh, in this house. Amen. He is going to be lifted up uh, and magnified and glorified for who He is and what He has done in our lives. Amen. I'm going to tell you something this morning. I'm going to get this. Amen. I'm not going to get off the subject of magnify, but I'm going to move on to something else. I told you to be in Psalm chapter number 44. I promise you I'm going to get there in just a second. Oh, let us magnify the Lord and let us lift up His name, amen, this morning. But, amen, I came to tell you something in the house of God today. That the devil does not want you to know. What I'm about to tell you and what I'm about to share with you the devil would like to shut me up this morning and not share this with you because he does not want you to know this truth. And it's a simple truth, but it's a powerful truth. The devil does not want you to know this morning that there is victory in your praise. Amen. I said there is victory in your 
praise this morning. I told you to be in Psalm chapter number 44. Amen. I'm going to pick up reading at verse number 8. Uh, excuse me, verse number 5, and I'm going to read through verse number 8. Through you, through you, God, we will push down our enemies. Through your name, we will trample those who rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, nor shall my sword save me. But you have saved us from our enemies, and have put to shame those who hated us. In God we boast all day long, and praise your name forever. Selah. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Amen. I come to tell you in the house of God this morning uh, that there is victory in your praise. Hallelujah. And as we begin to look at this scripture, amen, this morning, uh, amen, begin to look at, amen, what the psalmist David is telling us in these scriptures, uh, amen, today. I want to tell you this morning, first of all, amen, that the devil doesn't stand a chance. Hallelujah. I might go a little old school this morning, amen, but the devil does not stand a a chance this morning, amen. The psalmist said, uh, amen, through God's power, we can overcome the enemy this morning. He said, through you we'll push down our enemies. Amen. How many amen, would say this morning, it feel real good, uh, amen, to push the devil down this morning, uh, amen, and let him know, uh, amen, who's in charge. Uh, and the one that is in charge this morning is the one that is seated above, uh, high and lifted up uh, and magnified by our praises this morning. <laughs> through you, God, we will push down our enemies. Hallelujah. He said, through your name, we will trample those who rise up against us. Uh, Amen. I'm here to tell you this morning, the devil doesn't stand a chance. Uh, Amen. When you realize and know this morning uh, that there is victory in your praise. uh, Amen. And it doesn't matter. Uh, Amen. In fact, uh, let me say it this way this morning. Uh, Amen. If you're down and you're going through something and you're facing a trouble... Your praise is actually more powerful in that moment than it is when everything's going well. Because the devil expects you to praise God when everything's going well. The devil has no expectation whatsoever that you are going to lift up your hands, amen, and lift your head, amen, toward heaven and cry out to him. Let some tears roll down your face, amen, and some words roll off your lips and say, God, in this moment, I praise you and magnify you and lift you up, amen, for who you are. See, the devil didn't expect that. And he doesn't stand a chance. Why? Amen. The psalmist goes on to say, because we cannot depend on our own strength. Notice what he said. He said, I will not trust in my bow, nor shall my sword save me. The psalmist had figured it out. Psalmist David here had figured it out. If I try to wage this war in and of myself, I don't have enough weapons, I don't have enough tools, I don't have enough power or authority to stand against the enemy. But what the psalmist realized is that he was not standing in his own power and in his own strength. Because when... Because when you and I start magnifying and lifting up the name of Jesus, when we start glorifying God, when we start praising and exalting His name, amen, together, amen, we are telescoping, amen, God, amen, and letting, amen, everybody else know around us, but maybe even that on the inside of my heart, amen, reminding me just how big my God is and how small my devil is that is coming against me. Amen. The devil doesn't stand a chance, uh, amen, when we realize it is not by our power or by our might, but it is by the Spirit of Almighty God, amen, that we're going to be overcomers. The psalmist said, the devil doesn't stand a chance, because he, he, he says this, but you have saved us from our enemies, huh. and have put to shame those who hated us. Mm-hmm. Amen. How many thank God this morning 
that you've been through some things. And the enemy's been, amen, he's been coming against you. And he's been fighting every way, uh, amen, that he can. And he's been firing every weapon and everything, uh, amen, that he has, every strategy uh, that he's got, uh, amen, he's come against you with, uh, amen. But how many are glad this morning uh, that you can say, uh, amen, that our God uh, has saved us from our enemies? Hallelujah. I know everybody in the house of God today could lift your hand and say, yes, Brother Tony, I know there has been times in the past where God uh, has come on the scene and He has moved for me. Uh, amen. When it didn't seem like there was a way, uh, He made a way. Uh, amen. When, it, when I felt like I was in the desert, uh, He made streams in the desert. Uh, when it felt like there was no highway uh, or no road or no path, uh, He made a highway, uh, amen, in a place uh, where there was no way. How many can say that this morning? That God has delivered you and brought you out. And the same God that brought you out, amen, in the past is the same God that is with you right now. Magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. And then the psalmist says at the end of this section, he says we can rightfully brag about our God. Because he said, in God we boast all the day long. Some of y'all remember, I do, when I, was, when I was a young man growing up, coming through school, hey amen, you'd get to school sometimes or you'd get around your buddies. And everybody had those things, right? They said about their daddy. My daddy can lift up 100 pounds. Oh, yeah? Well, my daddy can lift 200 pounds. And then you had the smart aleck who spent way too much time in math class. Well, my dad can pick up infinity. And then you're like, well, dude, what? I? And then somebody, hey man, who's even a bigger smart aleck than the other guy says, well, my dad can pick up infinity times two. Huh? And our dads are over there going, I can't do that. Don't, don't ask me to try. But you know what it is? You were... You wanted to brag on dad. You wanted to make sure he was magnified. That he looked bigger than probably what he really was. We probably had him under the microscope. Uh, amen. But this morning, we don't have God under the microscope. Uh, we've got him under the telescope. Uh, amen. And we're trying. Uh, amen. Sometimes uh, God may seem like he's a million miles away, like some planet out there uh, in outer space. Uh, but if you'll telescope him this morning, Amen. I said, if you'll magnify him this morning, if you'll lift him up this morning and brag on God, because you can brag on God all day, and the devil can't say one thing about it, because your God can back up everything that you say. Come on, I'm going to say that again. That, that was better than y'all are letting on. God can back up every single thing you say this morning. There is nothing that our God cannot and will not do this morning. Magnify the Lord and let us exalt His name this morning for, together. And the devil doesn't stand a chance. Mm -hmm. Now I want to look at something else this morning. Amen. Number two, I want to talk about this. Ordained strength is found in perfected praise. Ordained strength is found in perfected praise. What in the world are you talking about, Brother Tony? Well, let me just tell you something this morning. Amen. Kendall, if you can, I want you to put up Psalm chapter number 8, verse number 2. Psalm chapter 8, verse number 2 says this. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength. Because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. Now, I want you to look at that first part again. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength. Somebody say ordained strength. Underline that in your mind. Now, go to Matthew chapter 21, verse 16. This is Jesus speaking. And he is quoting Psalm chapter number 8. Verse number two that we just read. What did I tell you to underline in your mind? 
ordained strength. Amen. And he and said to him, Amen, they're coming against Jesus because there's these little children. There's all these people that are worshiping and praising and magnifying the name of Jesus. Amen. In this moment, and the and the and the religious crowd is getting upset, uh, and they're saying, "Hey, man, you need to let the let these people know they need to they need to hush for just a minute." Amen. Tell these kids to be quiet. And Jesus said to them, "Yes, have you never read out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have perfected praise?" Can you flip back to Psalm eight and two? Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have what? Ordained strength. Now go back to the other verse in Matthew 21. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have what? Perfected praise this morning. What's your point, Brother Tony? My point is this. Praise is a powerful weapon. And the more thorough our praise, the greater our strength. You say, well, what's that mean, perfected praise? Well, I can tell you, pretty much just about every time in the Bible, in the Word of God, especially King James, New King James in that, in that wheelhouse, where it says perfect, you know what it means? It means complete. It means mature. It means all of it. Perfect means complete. So I believe when he says here, you have perfected praise, what Jesus is talking about, uh, amen, is it's, amen, that praise, uh, amen, that is complete, uh, that praise that, uh, amen, is entire, amen, that praise, uh, amen, that is not partial. Because you understand the, the heart of these children? They didn't care when anybody thought about them. You think they were sitting there thinking, well, if I raise my hands, uh, somebody's going to look at me and, uh, you know, they're probably going to talk bad about they're talk, talk bad about me, you know, at school tomorrow. You think they worried about that? No. You think they worried about what was going on? No. You think they cared what all these things were, they were running through a lot of people's minds and the religious leaders' minds at this moment? No. That heart of a child just said, I know who this man is. They were pointing to Jesus. I'm going to say, Hosanna. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. I'm going to say, I'm going to magnify the name of this God. I'm going to magnify the name of this Lord because I've seen him do great and mighty things. Uh, I've seen him transform lives. Uh, I've seen him do some things, uh, amen, that nobody else can explain how he did it uh, except he's the one that is seated above uh, and is high and lifted up. Uh, amen, their hearts said, you know what? I'm going to praise God. You realize Jesus told them in one place, unless you come to him with the heart of a child, you will not see the kingdom of God. Oh, that we would have some perfected praise this morning in the house of God. Oh, that we would have some childlike faith this morning in the house of God to say, Lord, uh, I know and understand this morning, uh, amen, that my perfected praise, uh, amen, that my thorough praise, uh, amen, that my, amen, uh, uh, willingness this morning, uh, amen, to praise you in the middle of my storm, I know is my strength. God, you have ordained strength through my praise. How many this morning could use some strength? How many this morning could use, amen, some power this morning, amen, over the enemy? Let me, let me say it this way. When we offer up praises to God, we effectively silence Satan. I'm going to tell you all something you all probably don't know about me. I used to be a DJ at a radio station. I spun the hits on AM radio, Southern Gospel, AM radio. That was me, DJ Tony. In, you know what? One of, the worst, one of the worst things that you could do as a, as a DJ or a, as the one that was leading that thing on the radio, dead air, silence. That was the worst thing in radio. Because people are listening on the other end going, did the station go out? 
Did the DJ fall asleep? Did they run out of songs? What has happened? That, was, that is the scariest moment as a DJ because you're there and you got all these knobs and buttons uh, and you're trying to turn on. I mean, the news has got to come on at the top of the hour and you got to get this song and it's got to turn down. I mean, at the right time so this can go. And, and if you miss it, it's like that two or three seconds of silence seems like an eternity. You ever heard the statement, an idle mind is a devil's workshop? If you're not filling your head and your heart and your soul with some things of God, with some praise, with some perfected praise this morning, that silence and that empty space, you know what the devil's going to do? He's going to fill it up. You get silent just for a little while when it comes to your praise and it comes to your prayer time and it comes to your Bible study. You get silent just a little bit and the devil will, will fill that empty space. He'll fill that void. He'll fill that gap with his lies and his nonsense and his garbage. But when you and I decide, you know what? I'm going to do what the Word of God says. You know what the Word of God says? The Word of God says, pray without ceasing. That word ceasing is an old school word, but you know what I mean? Pray without stopping. Pray all the time. How do I do that? You can walk around all day long with a praise on your lips and a praise in your heart. And the Word of God, there might be a song... It might have been the one this morning that Mama sang. Or it might have been the one this morning that Brother Chris sang. Amen. But that song may just come back to your remembrance. Uh, amen. Later in the day today, uh, or tomorrow or down the road. Or there might be something else that comes into your heart of Scripture. Amen. This morning. You might remember the one we put up there from the beginning this morning. Amen. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. Uh, amen. Fill in that dead space. Uh, amen. Fill in that gap. Uh, amen. And magnify the Lord. Uh, and I tell you what, the devil's got to shut up. Come on. Let your praise be louder than his garbage. Magnify the Lord. Let the devil know, I don't serve a little bitty God. I serve a big God. Uh, he don't even fit in my telescope. Uh, and I'm trying to make him as big as I can. And I can't even make him big enough because he's bigger than anything that I can go through or face. Amen. Today and devil... You're a liar in the name of Jesus. Amen. Perfected praise is your strength. And when you're willing to praise God and magnify Him and lift Him up, amen, you can just go ahead, you might as well just go ahead and say it. Look at the devil. You ain't even got to look at him. He's ugly. You ain't got to look at him. Just tell the devil. He's listening. Shut up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shut up in the name of Jesus. And I'm going to magnify the Lord. And I'm going to lift him up. And I'm going to praise and glorify him because he, uh, amen, has done too much for me. Uh, and I know my God is going to lead me out. Uh, amen. I might feel like, uh, amen, I, I, there's an old school song right there, amen, waiting to be sung. Uh, amen. Hey, I'm, he's going to lead me out of the desert where it's dusty and dry. He's going to lead me out of the desert. He won't leave me here to die. He's going to take me where the water is flowing, so full and so free. He's going to lead me out of the desert to the Garden of Eden I see. Amen. God, uh, amen, can lead you out, uh, amen, of whatever you're going through, if you're willing this morning to give me some praise and glory. i got to move on. No, I don't. i got one more point. Because hmm. here's the thing. Not only does it silence the enemy, the enemy cannot stand to be around when the name of Jesus is exalted. Oh. You say that's true, Brother Tony? Oh, yeah. 
See, the devil likes it when you let that empty space be filled with his garbage and nonsense and you start listening to it. And you turn off the praise music and you turn it on something else. Or you put down your Bible and you pick up something else. The devil loves that. And he'll hang around. He'll hang out with you. He'll be your best buddy. But you start magnifying the Lord. You start exalting his name together. And the devil just starts getting nervous. And I don't know if you've ever seen the devil nervous before or not, but I've seen the devil nervous plenty of times. He will squirm. Amen. And he will move around. Amen. He will snort. Amen. And he will blow. Amen. And it'll sound like, amen, everything's about to come apart. Amen. And blow into pieces. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, if you'll continue to magnify the Lord and lift up his name and exalt him, the devil's got to go. I guess that's enough about that. final point this morning is this. It's the title of this message. There is victory in your praise. Now I'm going to get a little bit of water because this is going to take a minute right here. Go ahead. Buckle your seatbelt. Amen. Because I'm going to preach to you this morning. That there is victory in your praise. And if you don't get nothing out of what I say this morning, I want you to leave out of this place this morning and say, Brother Tony preached all kinds of stuff. He was spitting and snorting and hollering and screaming and jumping and all this kind of stuff. But what I heard him say is there is victory in my praise. Come on. I preached some of this Wednesday night, and I'm going to preach it again. Because some of y'all wasn't here Wednesday night, uh, and some of y'all might just want to hear it again. It'll be all right. Uh, Amen this morning. But I'm going to tell you this morning, there's victory in our praise. Because there is victory in the battle. In 2 Chronicles chapter number 20, we read about where the Moabites and the Ammonites are coming against the tribe of Judah. They're coming against the nation of Judah. And the king of Judah at this point is King Jehoshaphat. And King Jehoshaphat calls a fast. He tells everybody to pray. And he begins to pray and ask God to deliver them from their enemies. But the Bible says the Spirit of God came upon a man by the name of Jehaziel. And Jehaziel prophesied and said, Do not be afraid. The battle is not yours. You will not need to fight in this battle. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Now, the next day King Jehoshaphat appoints some singers. To go out into battle. You say, well, hold up just a minute. Why would the king appoint singers to be the first to lead the army out into battle? Shouldn't he put some guys with spears and shields and swords? Shouldn't he put some strong guys up there to push back against the enemy? The Bible said King Jehoshaphat decided to put some singers up in the front. And the Bible says, amen, they were going to be those that would praise in the beauty of holiness. And they were singing, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Now, I don't know if that song had any more words than that or not. But even if they didn't, that was enough. Praise the Lord, for His mercy endures forever. And the Bible said King Jehoshaphat sent him out. And the Bible says that God so confused the enemy that they began to fight one another. And by the time that Judah arrived on the battlefield, By that time, they might have moved. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Yes, I'm on the battlefield for my 
Lord? They looked around. And the enemy had, was so confused. They had fought against themselves, and the, the battlefield was strewn with the enemy dead. God had already fought the battle. God had already won the war. God had already taken care of the enemy. Amen. I'm here to tell you this morning. Uh, amen. There is victory uh, in your praise. Uh, do not be afraid. Uh, amen. This morning. Uh, amen. You can know. Uh, amen. That God will fight your battles for you. Uh, you will not even have to fight. Uh, amen. This morning. Just stand still uh, and see the salvation of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. There is victory in your praise. Hallelujah. You know what else? Not only had God destroyed the enemy, but there was so much spoil. There was so much stuff that the enemy had piled there in the battlefield. The Bible says that Judah went in, amen, and began to take all of these things, and it was more than they could even carry. See, sometimes God won't only just deliver you out of what you're going through and push the enemy down. But God will heap up blessings on top of you as well. You'll walk out of the battlefield uh, stronger than you went in it. Uh, amen. You'll come out of the desert uh, with more than what you had when you went in it. Uh, if you'll magnify the Lord uh, and lift Him up, amen, today, uh, amen, there is victory in your praise this morning. Not only has He got victory in the battle, but He gives us victory over strongholds that the enemy brings against us. Y'all know it? Story is familiar. Amen. Israel being led by Joshua is standing outside of a city called Jericho. And the Bible says that the city of Jericho had these walls that were built around the city. History tells us that those walls were so thick they held chariot races on top of these walls. People lived in the walls. You remember Rahab? Her house was in the wall. These were huge walls, impenetrable walls. And Israel's looking there and they're saying, God is saying the way to the promised land is through this city. And they're looking at the walls going, how are we going to get through this city? God said, I'll tell you how you're going to get through the city. He said, for six days... I want you to march around the city one time each day for six days. And when you get to day number seven, I want you to march around that city seven times in that one day. And I want you to be silent. I want you to be quiet. I just want you to march. And God told Joshua, he said, I want you to put out those, amen, that carry the Ark of the Covenant in the front. And I want you to put out the priests, amen, that have the trumpets. But I don't want you to blow them just yet. I want you to wait until you've gone around six days. Huh? And I want you to wait until you've gone around the sixth time on the seventh day. And on time number seven. Amen. I want those that are carrying and lifting up the Ark of the Covenant, uh, amen, to begin to walk before the people. And I want the priests, uh, amen, to begin to blow the horns uh, and the trumpets. Uh, I want you to begin to make a sound. Uh, and he said, I want everybody, uh, amen, not just the priests, uh, amen, not just those, uh, amen, that were carrying the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, he said, I want every single person uh, to lift up a shout. Can you imagine? Think about it. Because some of y'all feel like in here today, you've been marching around the city for six days and ain't nothing happened. You feel like you've been faithful to God. You feel like you've been doing everything God has said to do. You feel like, hey amen, you've been waiting on God to move, but it just doesn't seem like God's going to move. Can you imagine what those people felt like with some of them that didn't understand what God was calling Joshua and the people to do? Amen. When they got to day number, by the time they got to day number six, and they're sitting there going, what in the world are we doing? This is ludicrous. 
We're just, is walking around this city going to make it any smaller? Is it going to make the walls fall down? Are we going to make the, the people in Jericho dizzy by watching us walk around this city over and over and over again? Sometimes some of us feel like we're on day number six. And we've been marching around the city. We've been marching around the walls. Uh, amen. We've been marching around the stronghold of the enemy. Amen. We've been praying and seeking God. Uh, amen. To tear down some strongholds uh, and some places in our lives. Uh, amen. That the enemy has tried to build up. Uh, he's tried to come in. Uh, amen. As a squatter. Uh, amen. Inside our territory. Uh, amen. And put up shop. Uh, amen. In our hearts and in our lives and in our families and in our communities. Uh, and some of you feel like it's day number six. And I'm here to tell you, it might feel like day number six, but day number seven's coming. It might feel like it's just day number six right now. Amen, but I'm here to tell you this morning, day number seven uh, is on the way. Uh, if you'll just wait for that moment, uh, amen, for God to move, uh, continue to magnify and lift up His name this morning. Oh, come on. God's going to say now. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sister Sandra. Amen. Go ahead and magnify the Lord. Amen. Day number six is over. Day number seven is here. Victory is on the way. The walls are coming down. Will somebody, amen, magnify the Lord, amen, this morning? Hmm. Hallelujah. There is victory in your praise. You can shout with a voice of triumph. The walls are coming down. We're taking back the territory that the enemy has tried to steal. And I'm just going to speak over this house this morning. You are coming out of defeat and you are walking out of this place in victory this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's victory in your praise. And there's victory, the last thing I'm going to do this morning, there's victory over bondage. Y'all know Paul and Silas? They're sitting in jail. They had done no wrong. They were preaching the gospel, and there was a young lady there that was possessed by an evil spirit, the spirit of divination, the Bible says. And Paul got so tired of that spirit following him around for a couple of days, I mean, he finally had enough. How I many you know sometimes we just have to get enough of the devil? Paul, Paul finally, they finally got enough. All right, Holy Spirit. Because even this evil spirit, a divination is in this young girl. You realize it was magnifying Paul and Silas. It wasn't saying anything bad. It was saying, hey, I don't need to listen to Paul and Silas. They're telling us the way to heaven. They're telling us the right thing. They're, they're preaching the right thing. But Paul knew there was something going on down on the inside that wasn't quite right. The outside wasn't matching up with the inside. And Paul turned around at one point and he said, in the name of Jesus, come out of her. That's all he said. And the Bible says she was delivered from that evil spirit. But the problem was she had some, she had some wicked men that were making money off of her telling people's future or trying to. And so they stirred up an uproar against Paul and Silas and they had them thrown in prison. Paul and Silas are bound in the innermost prison, the lowest, dirtiest, nasty, nastiest place that you could get into prison. Their feet, the Bible says, were in the stocks. They're bound. Darkness, no light, innermost prison. In the stocks, bound. And the Bible says it was midnight. And sometime right about midnight, Paul nudged Silas and said, Hey, you awake? Yeah, yeah, I'm awake. Of course I am. Paul said, I got an idea. He said, Okay. He said, let's sing a song. 
So they, they didn't have a songbook, y'all. But they had one in their head. And they, they started singing, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. They might have flipped on over there and said, He set me free, yes, he set me free, and he broke the bonds of prison for me. They might, have, they might have pulled out, Jesus, hold my hand. Come on. In the middle of a prison at midnight when everybody's sleeping, Paul and Silas started singing. They lifted up some praises to God. They began to magnify the Lord and exalt His name together. And the Bible says, amen, there began to be a shaking, uh, amen, that took place, uh, amen, in that building that they were at. Uh, amen, the walls uh, and the floor, amen, began to shake uh, and the very foundations were moved. And the Bible says, uh, amen, that in that moment, uh, amen, that every door of that prison flung open. I know Brother Ben's been in those moments, uh, amen, he's been in those prisons before. I can tell you if he was a guardsman down there, amen, watching out for somebody and every single one of the doors flung open, uh, I know what he would be thinking. Run! <laughs> Can't shoot them all, run! Can you imagine... As Paul and Silas are there, and the door swing open. And not only that, uh, amen, they might have started to stand up, but my feet are in, I thought my feet were in the stocks. Huh? Amen, but my feet ain't in the stocks no more. Huh? My, uh, amen, my arms, uh, amen, are free. Uh, I might just go ahead and magnify the Lord uh, and praise His name. Uh, not only did God set Paul and Silas free, but you know what? Every single person that was in that prison, the chains fell off of their, their hands. Because two men decided we're going to magnify the Lord and exalt His name together. You know what God did? God set them free. You know what I'm here to tell you this morning? Amen. There is victory in your praise. Amen. Let me say it this way. If you are a threat to Satan's kingdom, he is going to come after you. If you, I'm going to say it a different way. I'm not going to say if. You are a threat to Satan's kingdom, and he is coming after you. And he's going to try to shut you down and shut you up. And it may feel like sometimes he's got you bound up in a spiritual prison. But I came to tell you this morning, you do not have to live in the enemy's prison. We can be like Paul and Silas. We can magnify the Lord this morning. We can start singing some songs and some hymns, uh, amen, and even in the middle of our midnight uh, when it seems like everything is dark uh, and nobody is listening, uh, I can tell you this morning that God, uh, amen, is on the throne uh, and God hears your cries uh, and He hears your prayers uh, and He will answer this morning. God will shake the foundations of your prison cell. He will open up the doors, break every chain, and set you free this morning. The devil doesn't stand a chance. If you'll fill the gap, the space, the empty space, that air, if you'll fill it with the the things of God, if you'll begin to magnify Him and lift Him up and glorify His name, if you'll praise Him despite your circumstances, if you'll realize, amen, that your ordained strength is found in your perfected praise, I'm here to tell you this morning, the devil doesn't stand a chance against a child of God who's got the power of Jesus Christ down on the side of their lives, uh, amen, and is walking around uh, with a song in their heart, uh, amen, a whistle on their lips, uh, amen, a praise in their minds, uh, amen, whatever it is, uh, amen, I can tell you the devil will not stick around. He'll flee. Amen. There is victory in your praise. 
And I believe this morning that God has laid this message on my heart for a reason and for a purpose. And I know there might just be a few of us here this morning. That's okay. God knows what he's doing. But about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, God got a hold of me at that altar. And he showed me some things and he spoke some things into my life. And I believe with everything that I have within me, I promise you this morning, amen, that I'm not just saying this. The devil has had a grip on us long enough. And he's about to have to turn us loose and set us free. And I believe God's about to do some things if it ain't but 10 of us. If it ain't but 15 of us. If it ain't but 20 of us. I don't care what the number is. I believe God is about to do some things uh, and begin to work in some ways. Uh, amen. That some of us have been praying for, and some of us have been seeking for, and some of us have been asking for. Amen. And some of us haven't seen for a long time. I believe that God, uh, Amen, is about to open up the windows of heaven. Uh, amen. And begin to pour out some blessings. Uh, amen. That we can't even contain. Uh, I believe He's about to win some battles. Uh, amen. And push down some enemies. Uh, amen. That have tried to hold us back. Uh, and there's going to be a revival, amen, that is going to break out in our hearts. Uh, and there is going to be something uh, that God is going to do in us and through us and for us. I believe it. God spoke to me. He said, son, this house, this house, make it a house of praise. Make it a house of worship. Make it a house that doesn't care about what anybody else says. It's not worried about pleasing anybody else. Stop trying to please every single person. Come on, y'all, help me preach this morning. Quit trying to please people and start pleasing me. Stop trying to pet and pamper and preach. Come on. I'm preaching to me this morning. I hope y'all okay back there. God said you quit worrying about what somebody's going to say or what somebody's going to do uh, or if they're going to leave uh, or if they're going to stay uh, and who's coming uh, and who ain't coming. Uh, he said, you start worrying about uh, pleasing me. You magnify me. You lift up my name. God said, I'll take care, uh, amen, of the rest. Uh, you don't worry about all the details. Uh, you just get uh, on fire for me, uh, and you preach the Word of God, and you tell this church to start magnifying my name and lifting me up, and watch what happens. I believe God is ready to move in some of our lives. I believe God's ready to turn some of us loose and set us free. Come on, I might be just started preaching. Y'all hold on. God, I'll go as long as you give me voice. It's about 60% right now, but God, if you'll give me just a little bit more. I'm here to tell you this morning, I believe... That God is getting ready to set some of us free and turn us loose. You know what I see this morning? In the Spirit. And I'm not saying this against anybody that's here. And I'm not saying this against anybody who is not here. And I'm not saying this against anybody who used to be here. I'm just saying it. I don't think it's all of us at all times, but I think there are times... We let the devil come in and sit down beside us on the pew 
and somehow convince us that we don't need to praise God, that we don't need to worship God. He'll get on. Some of y'all may not be here and never had this happen, but I guarantee you there's at least one in this house this morning that has. He will jump up on your shoulder and convince you you don't need to go to the altar when you know you do. He will tell you to be quiet, sit down, and shut up. Don't nobody want to hear it anyway. He will tell you why you even trying to sing because you can't carry a tune in a bucket. Some of y'all ain't been there. I've had, come on, I'm, I've had people in the church, y'all. Mom may not remember this, I don't know. I don't know what she meant when she said it, but I know what she said when she said it, and I know what I heard when she said it. It was a lady when I was a young man in church, and I would stand beside the piano. We had one of those upright pianos, and I would stand, amen, the piano was facing this way. I'd stand behind it, and I wasn't tall enough to be seen over it because I didn't want anybody to see me, but I'd stand there and sing. And I never will forget. I got on up there about... 10, 11, 12, 13. I don't know what the age was. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Your voice starts changing. And I don't know if you've ever witnessed this or not before, but if, when your voice starts changing and you're singing a song and it changes in the middle of the song, it sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks have come and then gone away. And I never will forget, I, I sung a song, and I'd already felt bad because my voice had squeaked two or three times in the song, and I knew it, and I was red-faced when I came down. And she caught me after the service, and she said, well, that just sounded horrible. Something along those lines. I'm not quoting her. You know who I'm talking about. I don't know how old I was. I might have been 11, 12, I don't know. I never sang another song in church until after I met my wife. Probably six, seven, eight years, I don't know. I would not utter, open my mouth and sing in church because somebody hurt me. And I feel like there's a lot of people in, sitting in churches today that have been hurt by critical, hypocritical people who had no business opening their mouth and saying one word. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care if I'm in tune. I don't care if I break a string on my guitar. I don't care if I play the wrong chord. I don't care, amen, if we just get rid of all the musical instruments, uh, amen, and take them outside of this place, uh, and we just start lifting up and praising and singing the glory of God, amen. I don't care what it sounds like to you, uh, amen, and I don't care what it sounds like to the people walking out there, uh, amen, up and down the road, uh, amen, because I know, uh, amen, there's something that happens uh, in the atmosphere between where I am uh, and where God is, uh, and there's an auto-tune in there somewhere, uh, and God doesn't care what we sound like, he just wants us to lift up praise. <laughs> Too many of us have been hurt, criticized, put down, told, sit down and shut up. Enough's enough. I'm telling you this morning, as your pastor, you got every freedom in the world this morning to lift up and magnify the name of Jesus. Hey man, I don't need to set you free to do that because you're already free to do that, but if you need me to tell you I'm setting you free to do that, then I'm telling you this morning I'm setting you free this morning to worship uh, and praise God. Because there is going to come a day where God's going to say, now's the time. And there's going to be a blessing poured out on this place. Some of you have never seen, and some of you had not seen for a long time. 
I'm telling you, God's Spirit is going to be poured out in these last days on His people. And there is going to be a revival that breaks forth uh, and breaks out. Uh, and again, I don't care if there ain't but 10 of us when it happens. Uh, amen. There wasn't, uh, amen, but 120 in an upper room when the, when the Holy Spirit was poured out on them. Uh, I don't care how many it is. I just want to be in it. Uh, amen. When he pours it out. Uh, and I want you to be ready. Uh, amen. And I want you to know this morning uh, that there is victory in your praise. Uh, amen. That we can overcome everything that the enemy throws at us. Amen. If we'll just magnify the Lord and exalt his name together. Will you stand with me this morning? Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. We pray it has been a blessing and encouragement to you. Don't forget you can find out more about our church by visiting our website at farmhillchurch.faithlifesites.com or you can look us up on Facebook. May God bless you, and we look forward to seeing you at Farm Hill Church very soon.